Welcome to Daybreak with Ted Tibbett and Michael Paul. If you have a comment, you can call us now at 261-0898 or pound 981 on any ceasefire device. Our email is newsradiomornings at gmail.com. Seven sixteen, sixteen minutes after seven o'clock. Good morning, Ted Tibbet, Michael Paul, and of course our good friend Gene Valentino. Good morning, Gene. Good morning, Gene. So uh, you know a lot of stuffs going on out there. You and I talked. I guess l- the last time we talked was last week, and uh, we've been keeping each other sort of in the loop about what we think about some of the things that are happening. I don't even know where you want to start. We could. We could start with some of the things that Trump said that turns out that, you know, the, the news media blasted him, but he, he turns out to be right. We could talk about Joe Biden and his very poor performance in Geneva yesterday, and his entire trip sort of uh, didn't, didn't really turn out the way that uh, I'm sure that a lot of folks in the Democratic Party wanted it to. But where would you like to start? Oh, Michael, I don't know. After yesterday's uh, debacle in Geneva, I don't know where to begin. Um, You know, the American people are not stupid people. The American people are compassionate, heartfelt, giving. Uh, We stand for principles that most nations of the world uh, yearn for, which is why the border is being overrun. But I have trouble understanding what President Bi- uh, Biden, I, I stammer having to say that, <laughs> I, 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 I hesitate trying to understand how he could be such a wuss going head-to-head with, with uh, uh, Putin, who thinks we're a racist country and is quick to jab us for it, I don't, I don't understand his uh, Biden's lackadaisical, uh, sheepish attitude towards Putin yesterday. And then during the event, he gets hostile with a reporter because he didn't like the nature of the question. Yeah, he, I, he later I, apologized I just, for that, too, because he realized that uh, that, that was a mistake. Well, uh, you, you gotta you got to judge people sometimes by the spontaneity of uh, how they react to things, that's a leader, right? Yeah, exactly. You know, um, he, he was off script because his minions didn't have him coached, or he was tired of being coached. But when he went off script, he was absolutely, I don't think, it, 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 Trump went after the press, but it was based on the allegations against Trump that were so off base and out of line. In this case, you had a CNN reporter asking a legitimate question that that Biden came unglued over. I, I don't understand it. Um, we, I just don't understand it. Well, you know, there, there's a lot of things that President Trump predicted that have started to come true. Of course, you know, the border is one thing. I mean, he knew what was going on down there. He knew about the drugs. He knew what was going on and coming. Hey, look, you can even simple things like when he said that their violence in Sweden was going to be or is bad. And, of course, everybody denies that. And, and now, look, all of a sudden now Sweden's having to admit that the violence is bad 
in, in their country because of immigrants, and it's happening here as well. We've got the MS-13 members coming across the border, you know, in record numbers. They arrest them, they put them in jail, they send them back to, you know, wherever they come from down in Central America, and, you know, a year later they're back because there's no real protection. He stopped the border wall. The border wall, of course, one of the only protections you have. I, I mean, I don't even know how, I don't even know where to start on the list of things that Trump said that, you know, was going to come true, and, and it did. I had a list that I had written down as a result of something uh, as something on the web that was sent to me. It was a list of about 15, 18 things that Donald Trump um, uh, has proven to be correct on. Do you know I have that? I looked it up this morning. I saved it for this morning's interview. It's scrambled. I can't undecipher it to be able to talk to you intelligently about it. It's no, the I Russians. Of... It's the Russians. Well, <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm scared to even think that's so, but why is this scrambled and the other things in the saved bo- uh, inbox I have uh, are all okay? I, I just don't get it. Yeah, You know, it, it's funny, and back in 2015, it was Donald Trump that stated that, uh, I think he said it on NBC, um, that the American polling showed that Russian um, President Vladimir P- Putin has an 80% approval rating. I hope he meant in Russia, not in the United States. <laughs> but if that was so, uh, he certainly doesn't have it uh, uh, at, at that degree now. I don't understand how this, uh, Biden cannot address the wall and the protection of the American citizens and get behind Governor Texas Governor Abbott and help protect the wall from being infiltrated by the very people that Putin, yesterday in a press conference, takes pride in criticizing America for. And Biden sits there sheepishly and never responds. I don't get it. He's claiming victory. I know that. If you listen to the to the uh, if you listen to the talk out of the White House, it's like, hey, you know, Biden, you know, he won this thing. <laughs> I missed some of the play by play yesterday because I was watching my local governor, Governor Ron DeSantis, announce his new uh, uh, alliance. Uh, he's stepping up as a Florida militia coming to the aid of Texas in defending the border. Governor uh, Greg Abbott in Texas uh, just relocated, put $250 million back into defending the wall if Biden will not, if uh, Kamala and uh, the rest of the gang refuse to get down there and admit we have a crisis, then they're stepping up to do it. Ron DeSantis is stepping up to help. I'm glad Florida is helping. Uh, We would do that for uh, Alabama, Mississippi, Louisiana and anyone else along our Gulf Coast to protect our border. You know, and I'm glad we're doing it. it. It's something, I'll tell you, I saw that, and that story is something I've been wanting to get to today. I'm glad you brought that up because Ron DeSantis, I'll, I'll tell you folks, is one great governor. And I remember, that this isn't the first time, though, that Florida has helped other states. I'll tell you, I remember very vividly after Katrina, if it wouldn't have been for the Florida Highway Patrol 
helping us out, helping our Mississippi Highway Patrol and other police officers out, I don't know what we would have done. I mean, it was really a wonderful thing Michael, in Florida. Do you, do you remember in the early days, some of your earlier storms and floods, I was county commissioner, you were with DOT, That's and right. um, our, our uh, sheriff, um, Ron McNesby at the time, under the direction of the commissioners, uh, mobilized a team of people, and off we went to Mississippi to help you guys out during some of your hurricanes and floods. It was where you and I met back in the early days, and it was the, I hate to say the good old days, but from a crisis came something good. We became good friends, and uh, I think that was part of the spirit of com- the camaraderie of spirit and the unification, uh, not the isolation uh, that's so important. You know what? what- the the beautiful thing about it is is that states are starting to step up and starting to take care of the problems themselves, which is really, you know, the, the, the whole bottom line is, is that the states only formed a federal government so that they would provide a common defense for all of the states. And look where it, it has gone from there. Oh, it yeah. is ridiculous. Well, just yesterday um, or the day before is when this mobilization occurred to start helping out the the southern border um, at the state level. Uh, Florida st- was first in line. I understand uh, uh, late yesterday and this morning, uh, the North and South Dakota, Oklahoma, uh, some central states, uh, the Carolinas are stepping up to uh, provide resources and money to get this border protected. You know, we if there's anything sacred that the government at the federal level should be doing, in addition to national defense, is the protection of the border and what and and for him to walk away from it and then allow himself biden that is to get spanked sideways by a murderer who kills people for expressing free speech in his own country uh russia is is absolute it's a diabolical misunderstanding of the truth of where we are as a world and laughing on the sidelines is the real menace China. Oh, no question about it. Now, look, the border, I'm going to tell you that this is something, it, it, it's raised its head again. This is something that is being talked about in every corner of America at all of the water coolers around the country. People are discussing this border issue and the thousands upon thousands, maybe millions of people that will come across that border over the next uh, period of time while it's unsecure. And I'm telling you that that is going to be an issue that is going to beat the Democrats next year, or one of the issues that's going to beat the Democrats next year. And Donald Trump, of course, was on Hannity last night. I watched the whole thing. Ted and I were talking about it earlier. He, he struck a whole different tone last night. I sort of liked the way he was headed with his conversation. He said that he wanted the president to be successful, which is something they never gave him uh, when he was president. Never Never wanted him to be successful. They just wanted him out. But... If, and that's, if, if things continue, yeah. I think next year is going to be a big year for Republicans. Well, I just hope, if I believe in the fact that the American people are not stupid, then they best believe or take another look at Donald's, Donald Trump's election. You can't tell me he lost that election. Not with, not with the, the, the uh, you're looking at Hillary funding um, uh, the, the dossier, to, to try to take him out before the election, and Russian attacks on the uh, uh, software system uh, and the voting system. I'm sorry, there's a, 
there's a there's a weight of evidence that cannot be denied, and anyone doing it should be suspect themselves. I'm not asking you to believe in this notion. I'm asking you to look at it. Look at the. How about this? Where would John Durham go? John Durham was a special prosecutor under William Barr. What happened to the promises from William Barr, Barr, Attorney General for Donald Trump, promising to get to the bottom of all this? The election rolls by, Biden wins, and Jer- John Durham, special prosecutor up in Connecticut, disappears into the into the uh, stratosphere somewhere. Yeah, no kidding. And look, let's be honest. I mean, I think the problem that Donald Trump had that he may change if he were back in there is that he had a lot of career swamp type people that surrounded him. And those people aren't just looking at the next few years that, you know, the the time period that whatever Donald Trump's going to be president. They're looking long term because these people look over 10, 15, 20 years. They go through a lot of presidents. They're all still there. Exactly. And that's what scares me. Hey, what happened to uh, television sets? They're not made in America anymore. Where are they made? China. China. Korea. And what about the chips that are now holding up the delivery of certain China. auto manufacturers here Taiwan. in the United States? Yeah, Taiwan, yeah. China, Korea. Okay. So here's the message. Trump or no Trump, we best start uh, uh, internalizing the technology production so that we're not held hostage to an overseas takeover economically. That's the new game. George Soros was working that game for Hillary and those folks when during the Trump re, uh, election. Control the economy, control the money. Remember the Watergate saying, follow the money? Oh, yeah. Same thing here. Follow the money and you'll understand why the election was thrown. You know, Gene, you talk about computer chips. Let me tell you what's even worse than that. And you'll, 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 I believe you'll agree with me. And that is our medicine, our antibiotics, all of the things that are made that keep us well are all made now in China. A country that refuses to cooperate with just having us understand how the virus occurred in the first place, with now uh, leading scientists admitting that, you know, you can understand politics with politicians and and uh, the spin that goes on in government, but the sacred area of uh, of uh, education and analysis and epistemic information resided in science and scientists. The scientists under uh, little uh, little man Fauci has turned out to be the destruction of even the correct information that we needed to know to resolve this virus. Yeah, exactly. We're, we're out of time. That's the music. we got to go. Gene, thank you for joining us. We appreciate it. We'll, be, we'll have you back again next week. Thanks, brother. All right. Take care. 7.30, bottom of the hour, the weather after the news from Fox. Good morning. I know what you're doing. I see it all too clear.